All right. Well, good evening, guys. It's a good evening. Good evening. Pleasure, pleasure to see you guys. Uh, there's some new faces. If you're a new person here for the first time joining us, can you raise your hand? Let us know. Yeah, right here. We got, no, honestly, right here. What's your name? I'm sorry, I didn't have a chance to get your name. I'm Alina. Alina. Well, let's give a round of applause and welcome Alina here for the first time tonight. All right. So, so you may have noticed um, we've we've we had Vincent and Madden run the uh, game tonight. Uh, we had Dylan and Gavin give announcements together for the first time, actually. Um, so tonight we're kind of doing like a student run uh, type night event where some of the student leaders are uh, running us, uh, going, taking us through some different things. So tonight I'm actually not teaching. Tonight. So tonight we actually have uh, Travis Marcus and Ryan Roman that are going to take us through. That are going to take us through the rest of chapter three in First Peter. Um, can anyone tell me what we talked about last week before we? And boys, you can start heading up. Travis, you can come up here first. What's that? Vogue. Yes, we talked about Vogue last week. Uh, <laughs> Can anyone, besides Vogue, can anyone tell me what we talked about last week? Anyone? Marriage. Okay, what about marriage? What do we, what do we say? Right, very good. Eva? Right, okay. Ryan? Absolutely. Very good. Very good. So we're going to finish off chapter 3 here tonight. First section is talking about not doing evil, and the second one is talking about undeserved suffering. So Travis is going to lead us through verses 8 through 14, and then uh, Ryan's going to lead us through verses 15 to 22. But I'm going to read the verses out loud together. We'll go into prayer, and then Travis, you're up first, buddy. All right? All right, so let's read these scripture verses out loud together. Finally, all of you be like-minded and sympathetic. Love one another and be compassionate and humble, not paying back evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the contrary, giving a blessing since you were called for this, so that you may inherit a blessing. For the one who wants to love life and to see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit, and let him turn away from evil and do what is good." Let him seek peace and pursue it, because of the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. Who then will harm you if you are devoted devoted to what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness, you are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, or be intimidated. But in your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, ready at any time to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for their hope that is in you. Yet do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that when you are accused, those who disparage you, your good conduct in Christ will be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sinners once for all, the righteousness for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit, in which he also went and made proclamation to, to the spirits in prison, who in the past were disobedient, when God patiently waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared, 
In it a few, that is, eight people, were saved through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience toward God, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subjects to Him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for tonight, Lord. Uh, We thank You that we still, by Your grace, have the freedom to gather here and uh, hear Your Word proclaimed tonight, Lord Jesus. Father God, I pray over Travis and Ryan this evening, Lord, as they uh, present the Word. Holy Spirit, I pray that You give them the confidence and boldness that they need to speak truth and love to us tonight. Father God, I pray that all of us in here have ears to hear and hearts that are open to receiving Your Word tonight, Lord God. And I pray for the students that will be leading us, uh, the other students, through small groups tonight, Lord. Father, give them the confidence that they need as well. And it is by your name that we pray all these things in Jesus Christ. Amen. Travis, it's all you, buddy.
For deceit, I'm sorry. Uh, it was those uh, evilly or
because of the Lord, because the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. The face of the but the face of the Lord is against those who do what is evil. And that means that when we sin, we're not pleasing the Lord. Um, and we can't be sin and we can't be sinless, but we can sin less. And again, our ultimate goal is in life is to please God. Uh, moving on to verse 13. Who then will harm you if you are devoted to what is good? And then verse 14 continues on. Uh, oh, no. 13 is saying that if you're devoted to God, what can harm you? And then verse 14 continues that on when Peter says, But even if you should suffer for righteousness, but you are blessed. And do not fear what they fear or be intimidated. And he's telling us that even if you're hurt for being righteous, you're blessed. And when you are with the Lord, don't fear what others fear and what gets them to be intimidated. And I just want to make it clear that even though you're a Christ follower, you still will endure hardships. And that I have definitely applied to my life to show to know that he is he still will endure hardships as Christian. And a great example is Peter for um, he was he was preaching on the word and he got hung upside down with that. And I was this is striking out to show like an example on what we should look to be a Christ follower because I know that I have not always done what Peter says too. And um, I just want to thank Pastor again for giving me this experience. Good job, Travis. I, I like what he said there at the end. Um, just because you're a Christ follower doesn't mean you're not going to endure hardships. Like, we need to recognize that just because you say, yes, I surrender my life to the Lord, it doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. You're still going to deal with hard times. And as Travis said, Peter was so bold in preaching the gospel, even though people told him to stop, that he was willing to die for preaching the truth. So, Travis, thank you for sharing that. Now I'm going to call Ryan Roman up to finish up verses 15 to 22. You should know what you know your faith is in, and that's 
that's, that's Jesus Christ and his resurrection. And verse 16 is, is talking about um, doing, this, doing this, like if you're sharing God's word to someone, or they're, they're challenging your faith to do it with gentleness and respect, because I think some of us, you know, we or most of us in here have been in a situation where we're blinded by our sin and we can't see through it sometimes. And that's why Peter's telling us that gentleness and respect, because... You know, we don't know what they're going through, and, and, and sin is very blinding, and it's the only way we can see through that is is through God. So you gotta. That's why you gotta be gentle and respectful to those people, because if you come up to those people with you know an attitude and a bad attitude, they're gonna think, okay, then why are they so good if they're coming up to me like that? You know, but they're not. They're not being very uh, nice to me, so I don't know why she really trusts what they're saying. Hmm. And then, and then Peter also is keeping a clear conscience. So, where is it? Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12 has a good uh, explanation of this. You can be that. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 12. So I can, when I, when I, 
you know, have to encounter those situations in my life again, and if I do, which I probably will, uh, I can know how to defend my faith, and I can you know know how to 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 preach like I am right now. I'm I'm just so thankful for the uh, foundation that God has created for me. And it's and when it says will be put to shame, um, a lot of the prophets suffered. You know, they suffered. Uh, you know, Jesus obviously was hung. He was he was a innocent man, totally innocent man. You know, he was crucified. The people that he preached to, the people that followed him, turned on him. And you know, they will. You know, the people that do uh, persecute you and. Uh, don't follow God's truth is uh, they will be humiliated and you know that's why it's our, our job to preach because you know eternity is a long time you know so it's it's uh, right to have and be sure to have the right choice because eternity in hell is not fun I'll tell you what it's been a long past year so and that's nothing compared to eternity so that's why I gotta preach to other people that don't know God because that's really important. I think none of us here would want to experience that, obviously, but people don't know, you know? And, you know, Satan has blinded them, so it's our job um, to preach through Christ and, and get to those people. And then, verse 17, for it's better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. That's something that, that was hard for me to follow, like last year. I knew I knew what I had to do, but it was hard to get away from those people. And I haven't I didn't really reveal myself and what I believed yet. Um, and that's it, it was hard to, to to follow God in that situation because I, I wanted to hang out with those people, but I, I knew I shouldn't have been. God put me in this situation to, to reveal my real identity, and that's that's in Him. So hmm. He gave me an ability to get away from those people. But even if you do get away from those people, doesn't mean you can abandon them, because those people are also the same people. Oh, shh. <coughs> and this, um, I need to call but I'll be fine. <laughs> so I think that, no, it's. <laughs> You're good, man. Try being 43 on board. I'm still going to be Yes. Yes, 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 God gave me that strength for, and also through you leaders, you know, or through the leaders to, to show me how to, to live a, a, a life of being Christ. And in verse 18, it's, you know, Peter points back to Christ here because, you know, Christ, Christ is our example, you know. Is he, he, the world hated him first, obviously. You know, so um, this this word will guide us for if, if any of those times those people are hating us. Thank you very much.
that, that, that verse, I didn't want to skip over it and just read it. I wanted to acknowledge it because um, we, we all have, we all have sinned, you know, and, you know, we get persecuted and we have sinned, you know. Christ was a perfect man. Perfect man, he, throughout his whole entire life, you know, he, he loved, he, he loved us, and even in his times of his suffering, you know, he had that gentleness and respect. Like when he was going to get crucified, he was as silent as, a, as you know, a lamb to slaughter stuff. Christ is that example of that gentleness and respect and love and that clear conscience. And he was putting death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. That's also like an important verse that we have to acknowledge, you know. God is the greatest of all, he's king of all, and he's he's the most powerful. He's more powerful than our fears, our addictions, this world. So we gotta in our times of struggles, we also gotta focus on that. Yeah, this, 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 these next couple of verses are a little bit of a revelation text, so I'm going to try and explain it as best as I can. In which he also went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison. And uh, basically, what the spirits in prison were, they're basically saying they were rebellious angels that were thrown down the earth. And you can see that in Genesis 1. But, uh, you know, it says. You know, Satan and his his other rebellious angels were thrown down there, and right now they're they're roaming around the earth. You know, they're they're what deceives us and blinds us. But when Jesus comes back, they'll be in prison for a thousand years for judgment. After the judgment, they'll be thrown into hell forever. So they'll basically be banished into hell forever. And if you want to know more on it, I think it's Revelation chapter 22. 21. 21, okay. So yeah, Revelation chapter 21 has um, mostly all about that stuff if you want to look into that more. Also, you can probably talk to the leaders and they can probably help you on some of that. When the past were disobedient, rebellious, um, like I said, when God patiently waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared. In it, a few people, in it, a few, that is, eight people, were saved through water. And, uh, these eight people were, what names? Uh, it was Noah, his three sons, Noah's wife, and his son's wives. So that's, you know, eight people. And when it says they were saved through water, they were they were brought safely through the flood waters. That's that's also what it's saying. And then baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you. Not as a removal of dirt. I don't know if I said to you guys, you guys, but not as a removal of dirt. Uh, uh, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a good conscience towards God. That points back to the verse in Corinthians where it talked about that clear conscience and that good conscience. The resurrection of Christ. And I hope all of you know this. If you don't, that's fine. But baptism, 
the physical baptism where you know, you're dunked in the water and all that, that, that does not save you. If you go and do that, you, you know, you're not saved if you don't believe what you're going to do. Hmm. But the spiritual baptism, when we when we leave our old lives and we, we go towards a, li- a life that is obeying Christ and trusting in Him is is what spiritual baptism is. And that's what's, what really saves you. He's gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God. With angels, authorities, and powers subject him. That is a powerful verse. I mean, powers subject him. Um, like I said, most powerful, your fears, your addictions, your problems, um, anything you're going through, God is more powerful than all of that. And, and through him and through this, through his word, you can overcome those those. Uh, those addictions or those fears, and that's that's what it's all about. I mean, living a life of it to towards Christ is what it's all about, and that's that's real wisdom. And that is knowing the real truth of of, of everything, of knowing the truth of God. So, um, thank you again, Mike, for the opportunity. So I'm not even that I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Ryan. Good job, Travis. Thank you guys for both of you guys bringing the word to us tonight. I like what Travis, not Travis, what Ryan said there at the end. First off, it's not baptism that saves us, right? Yeah, I like what he said that you you do that as a proclamation in your heart. You have to believe it. Like if you if you just do baptism and you don't believe it, then why are you doing it? But then he also said the second thing as well is that um, Christ um, losing my train of thought. I I guess I'm just going to end with that one because that one was really powerful. Because I think sometimes we can get into this idea, this religiosity idea that oh, because I got baptized, I'm saved. But if you actually don't believe, then you're not saved. So I encourage you guys to to wrestle that out. And so I'm going to close with prayer. Worship team can come on up. Lead us through worship. Um, We're going to go into small groups. And so just for you to let you know who your small group leaders are, for junior high boys, Travis and Ryan are going to lead you guys through small groups. Uh, For senior high boys, you're going to have Vincent and Gavin. Uh, For junior high girls, you're going to have um, um, Ellie and Emma. And for senior high girls, you're going to have Hannah and Amara. Alright guys, so let's pray and let's get ready to worship the Lord. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for tonight, Lord. We thank you for Ryan and Travis at such a young age to have a desire to teach your word. God, I thank you for their hunger to live a life that aims to please You. Father God, I pray that all of us in here tonight can can walk away uh, different. Walk away convicted. Walk away thinking through some of the stuff that we just heard tonight and asking ourselves, do I really believe? Do I really believe that Jesus Christ is King of Kings and, and Lord of Lords? And I'm, am I willing to, to suffer? Am I willing to do the good, uh, to live a life pleasing to the Lord, even if it costs me.
So Father, we thank you again for Ryan and Travis. We thank you for all the student leaders that are leading us through uh, this evening, Lord God. And may all praise, glory, and honor be given to you. In Jesus' name, amen.